Hello, welcome to the 110th episode of the Cars Cast Movie Cast. Hey, you didn't. They uh, didn't think we'd make it this far. They didn't think we got to stop me. doing this bit. It's too. It's it can't every be like time. a permanent bit. It can't be a permanent bit. It's our tagline at this point. Um, <laughs> Jeff, this is a fun one. What was Marky Mark's backing band? Uh, the Funky Bunch? Ding, ding, ding. Yep. It was the Funky Bunch. Um, that's kind of what we are. If we didn't do, name ourselves the Cars Cast, we would just be called the Funky Bunch, I feel like. I mean, I think I'm... that you are, you're our Marky Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, if, but that I'm not a bunch if it's just one. So am I the Funky Guy? Yeah, the Funky Guy. <laughs> it's Karsty Karst and the Funky Guy. Karst and the Funky Guy. And the Funky Jeff. Yeah. So the funk, but if it's just the funky guy, that makes it sound like I like smell bad or something. Yeah, the funky, smelly guy. Yeah. yeah. But you don't, as as I proved last yeah. weekend when you were in town. Um, you what? You proved that? Well, no, I no, I proved the other side of it. You don't. You're not stinky. You smell fine. Yeah, but I didn't know that was a specific thing we were. Like, yeah. Proving. No. I didn't know you were smelling me. Well. No, I wasn't episode. smelling you. Um. <laughs> I, just, I review the footage, and you're just like. You know, the fact that I, <laughs> the fact that I didn't smell anything, uh, was actually a good sign, unless it was a COVID symptom, in which case that's a bad sign. Yeah, right. I couldn't smell also, anything. You know? Yeah. Today, by the way, I am officially fully immune. Today's the day, my two-week mark. There you so, go. Might be going to a nice. Cubs game tonight. Pretty excited. My first Cubs game. Go Cubs, go. Um, go Cubs, go. Go Cubbies. Um. So, in the news, if we're doing the news segment. Oh, yeah. We're um, doing the news. Yeah. This is not movie-related, and I just pulled this up. This is kind of news to me as I'm reading it, uh, but it's a headline from Variety saying, The weekend calls Grammys corrupt, despite inspiring their recent rule change. I will not be submitting music in the future. Um, I don't know why you I chose this, submit, this. You have to submit your music to the Grammys? I think so. Yeah, if you want to be part of the Grammys, because I think the and which makes sense in my opinion, because there's so much music, it's like, how are they going to filter Wait, through so, it? Also, if so you that's be why I didn't win. That's why you, yeah, exactly. Because you didn't forgot know I had to, to submit. submit. <laughs> you forgot the submission, <laughs> which is why it's like. The <laughs> that's why in like 2016, when Frank Ocean had like the most critically acclaimed album of that year. He wasn't nominated for anything because I don't think he. Sub I think he forgot to submit, and so they just didn't uh, consider it at all. Because <laughs> doesn't Frank Ocean do like their like all their own? Stuff? Yeah, yeah. He, he's like so completely he didn't have, like, independent. Someone. Yeah. yeah. So he was just kind of like, yeah, I'm just not gonna submit. Um, which is crazy. It's like you could be Taylor Swift and not even, you know. But obviously, Taylor Swift would submit. But the weekend is going yeah. to not, which is uh. Pretty big. I, I guess, like, I just didn't... Yeah, I also didn't know they had to submit stuff, which I guess is, I like, a good way for... Whatever they wanted to. Yeah. It's a good way for the industry to boycott them, themselves, themselves. Because, like, the weekend's gonna do it. Who's next? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what's... Not a lot to riff off of on this, on this news article, but, <laughs> you know, it was... No, not a ton. I, it not, was mainly just surprising that just surprising. you had to submit... At yeah, all. I did not know that. So right. Thanks for informing me. Yeah. Of the rules for the the Grammys. Yeah, of course, of course. Had to get that out there. Other than that, not a lot of new news. I I guess, and this isn't on Variety, but the big thing is like, uh, Marvel apparently today. I think I have not been paying attention. They announced they're gonna have like four new movies next year, which isn't that surprising either. Because I was like, I feel like that was always been the case. But did um, did they? say which ones yeah i think there's a black panther sequel called wakanda forever and i'm not entirely sure what that's gonna be uh so there's that uh there's the new one that everyone's been excited for which is eternals which is directed by chloe Zhao, who 
did Nomadland. Right. Um, right. And, but that's about I it. I realized that as you were saying that, the uh, Chloe Zhao, like, all directed. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nomadland. I realized that was for the people listening more than for me because, like, yeah, I well, think you knew I knew that. But I knew it you probably knew that. was a little yeah. bit for me. It was for the a little bit for me. It was for the listeners at home, just keeping everybody <laughs> informed on what's going on in the movie world. <laughs> but you know, that's that's about it for this week in movie news, which is okay. Because um, now yeah. I can I ask mean, you. You had, how... a, you had a new video this week, so that's big. I did have a new video on Korean films, uh, sponsored by literally the Korea Tourist Organization. So. Yeah, uh, now they're not sponsoring out. this podcast. Um, they aren't, but if they want to, they can. Go ahead. They were they're great people, great, fantastic to work with. Um, great country yeah, as well. Great country. Uh, would love to visit South Korea someday. I have a box of goods over there that I have not gotten through yet, but some of them are pretty good. Um, yeah. Yeah. I also have now. This, what? Just real quick, a common misconception mm-hmm. um, about Korean cinema. Uh, the the movie uh, that was you know nominated for awards Seoul, not about the capital of South Korea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. It's actually about the genre of music, I think. But also about yeah. It's actually not about the genre of music. It's about the uh, no. It's whatever about Seoul. Right. Seoul. Yeah. Right. It's a. It's got a lot of layers to it. I'm sure it's in a way about the the city in South Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, it, some of the souls that were in Seoul may have been may from have been, South Korea, right? I, I it, guess we can't really know the intent of the the artist that no, worked on the movie, but who knows what Pixar has up their sleeves? You know, yeah. um, maybe like in the script it says like a Korean soul passes <laughs> by or something. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. we don't yeah. know. Um, cool. Well, Jeff, how was your week? I guess while we have the the, uh, the time, yeah, to... my week. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I was in obviously last week. I was with you in person, right, right. So you've driven uh, back I, since. I drove back, and then yeah. I my parents moved the day after I got back. Yeah. So um, this is their old house that I'm in because their new one just got internet, but like, right, it wasn't. I had some other stuff I had to kind of come back here for, anyways. Um, yeah, so it's been pretty hectic. Yeah, you seem like you're a busy uh, also, boy. Yeah, also I have I'm getting the nose surgery that I talked about a few episodes ago tomorrow. Yeah. Congrats. Good luck. So um I, I don't know I mean congrats. <laughs> right, let's just call it a nose job, you know? It's just a nose job. Uh, but okay, just <laughs> technically that is one of the things happening. Uh but I will be, you know, put under anesthesia um yeah so. so if the podcast ends after this episode that means i died yeah well um and i my stake in this podcast i'm leaving to carson runquist <laughs> is as a living will i don't know why i'm laughing there's nothing funny about that <laughs> yeah you know what maybe yeah. i'm changing my mind yeah you know what? no i, I changed me. my mind now of my stake 50 percent of my stake will go to carson 50 percent yeah. goes to jacksey Okay. The new, okay. The, the new, new co-host, co-host of, of the, the Karsten Runquist podcast. Also, a four-letter name that starts with J. So, what are we really yeah, losing so here? Very you know? small, yeah. Change. I laugh, Jeff, because I'm so confident you're gonna come out great because you're so <laughs> strong. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, how was your week? Oh, it was fine. I I got this haircut, um, which you know I'm coming around to. There's been some yeah. roasts in my comment. Some people really like it. Some people are like Macklemore wants his cut back. Uh, <sighs> someone said that in the Reddit, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, here's the thing. I personally thought that your last haircut was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is not bad. This is still <laughs> a pretty good haircut. I just personally like the last one better. Yeah, and that's fair. That's fair. This one was a grower. We tried something new with this one, and it's going mm-hmm. okay. Um, the big the Calling a haircut a grower is pretty gr- funny though. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was unintentional, but I'll take it. Yeah. Um, yesterday I it's went growing for, on me. It's growing on me, <laughs> literally. <laughs> this haircut is growing on me. Um, yeah. Uh, yesterday I went for a bike ride and zoned out during the bike ride and ended up going all the way to Woolmet. Um, 
which if you're from Chicago, you know that's pretty fucking far. <laughs> it. I was hoping you were gonna say you went to Canada. No, that would have been <laughs> you're crazy. Like I zoned out, I and to, then uh, ended there were some Mounties in, on a horse, and they I was in Lethbridge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just wanted to see what it was all about. That would have. That would be so far. <laughs> that would have been like a five day bike ride. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. So Wilmette is like ten miles away, and it was not bad at all going there. And I realized that because the wind was pushing me that way, which means the way back was, I think, one of the most hellish experiences. I was, like, dead by the time I got home. I, in fact, like, five minutes into being home, I broke out into hives, which I looked up. And that's a thing, apparently, because I get really itchy when I sweat on, like, a walk, but I... uh mm-hmm. I, apparently, like, hives is another form of this condition that I have, so I was kind of freaking out. Uh, but anyways, my my legs are very sore right now, as well as my butt. Um, that's not doing Interesting. well. Interesting. The butt's in a lot of pain because of all the sitting on the thing. But, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, hives are not no, ideal. Not a good thing to have. Uh, uh, also, weirdly, they sound like... If you combine the words, like, if you combine, like, the words high and five from high five, yeah. so that's what you would come up with. That's what and you it's get. not a celebratory no, thing, no. so it's kind of misleading. It's misleading, yeah. A hive is a very bad thing to have. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I was looking it up, and they were like, yeah, they could be severe, but there's also, like, life-threatening forms of this disease. And I was like, okay. Mm, okay so now I'm freaking not, out. Okay. Um, I was... So I was like, I guess I'm allergic to exercising is what I took away from that, which, yeah. Um, it's, a good, it's good for, like, getting out of someone asking you to, like, yeah. do some physical activity with them. Right. Like, oh, I can't. It will, I can't. I might die. I might I die. That. It just And I'll makes, be itchy. It'll be itchy and dead. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I mean, so, to be fair, you can only, those are, those are mutually exclusive conditions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can't be both itchy and dead at the same yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, speaking of movement, we're talking about a film today about a man who started a movement. Um, listen, I'm pretty proud of that segue just now. Um, and but, also, you had death there as well. Yeah. But movement a, was more creative. Movement was a lot less grim, yeah. Um, yeah. Today, we're talking about the Oscar-nominated film, Judas and the Black Messiah. Um it is, I think, one of the few Oscar movies we... Well, there's a there's a there's more than a few that we haven't talked about. Uh, but I was just like, we should we should jump on this, this relevancy train while we while it's still running. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about this it. This might be the last stop. This is probably the last stop. Because we <laughs> we're not going to talk about it. We could do Minari. Yeah. We did yeah. talk about Parasite like four, four months like after way the after. hype. <laughs> yeah. It was a very odd time to do it that the, it was podcast. Like, yeah. It was like the second rise of the you know yep. we started the second wave of people watching parasite exactly which i have two copies of now by the way i have two blu-rays because korea sent me Why? one and now but i got oh, the criterion copy okay. for that christmas so i have yeah um it's a good story though be like yeah here's my copy of parasite right. sent to me by the country of south korea <laughs> <laughs> literally yeah um well anyways today uh yeah so we're doing this movie um Where's the synopsis? This is a 2021 film uh, about Fred Hampton, and we will get into the synopsis. It is offered a plea deal by the FBI. William O'Neill infiltrates the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party to gather intelligence on Chairman Fred Hampton. Uh, directed by Shaka King. That and is a great synopsis. A fantastic synopsis. It gets it right gets you down just to the enough point. Information. Yep. It doesn't give you like spoilers about like the you right. Know, huge plot points that are like halfway through the film it hooks it's like you. this is the setup for the film of the first you know 15 minutes right right and we just leave the rest to you exactly you're like oh this is based on a true story and it's it makes me intrigued like i want to watch this you know um yeah so jeff i'm curious this isn't very interesting talk but where did you watch this because this had like a limited run on hbo max and then got taken off hbo max so i was like how did you watch this movie yeah, I realized that after I didn't watch it in the initial run. Uh, so I definitely paid the $20 and did... I, 
yeah, I paid the twenty dollars. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. To watch just the for anyone. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Totally. I, there's no way I did. I watched it illicitly. Right. Yeah. Because we don't do that on the podcast, and we don't encourage we don't that. Do that. Because I, okay, I have. I will admit to doing that one time, <laughs> and it was for Garfield. <laughs> nice. You know what? While we're on that topic. Regardless of if that's true or not, um, I have very rarely done this. Just because I'm yeah. afraid of viruses and the quality, it just like, it's just oh, I almost never do it. Yeah. I will say that Garfield and um, <laughs> debatably this film. The, some yeah, people yeah, yeah. are saying I did. Some people are saying I so, didn't. Yeah, those are the only talk. two times I've watched a film illegally in the last three years. Yeah, yeah. I watched the Royal Tenenbaums that way in high school. Ra- very randomly i don't know why that movie yeah. but i watched it and on the bus the tenenbaum virus yeah yeah <laughs> the tenenbaum virus yeah. where they kill your dog was, and in yeah. royal royal just is like very uh he like sometimes will pop up and then a lot of times then he'll just like not just, come yep yep he just sh- shows up <laughs> at various times and you you kind of then wish he would stay longer but then he like yep. he leaves your life for a while yeah uh yeah <laughs> it's a very specific virus <laughs> um but anyways uh yeah i caught this at sundance uh jeff just watched it and i'm curious jeff what did you uh did you like the movie um uh i did like the movie hell yeah hell yeah uh now and i obviously for obvious reasons i think yeah i just said obviously for obvious reasons uh (laughs) but the film that most similarly we've talked about recently to this is trial of chicago 7 yeah about a historical event from the same city yeah in like the same time period you're right i didn't even realize that (laughs) um yeah so the but the thing is that whereas trial of chicago 7 felt like i was reading a wikipedia article mm -hmm. uh because it was just bereft of of any emotional impact Mm -hmm. uh this film is very um different in that you're getting you're actually it feels like a movie that is there to actually make you feel things yeah yeah it's like it's like cinema has the power to do that (laughs) right when done right and not just having someone who's like let me spend 90 percent of my time writing dialogue that they will say in a courtroom yeah (laughs) it's not a book it's a movie you know um exactly yeah good good little quip right there um but yeah i like this movie a lot i think it's like super uh aggressive in that way like the 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 most recent thing i can compare this to is like i don't know if you ever saw black klansman but it's i mean it's touching on like i I did not sort of similar subject matter and also doing it in a very kind of blunt and in your face way and Mm -hmm. both of those films i think leave me just feeling like whoa you know yeah, uh, and the thing is that it, I think rightly so. The events that are you know it, they are blunt in your face events. Yeah, yeah. Um, where the the source material absolutely warrants mm-hmm. depicting them in this way. Right. Totally. I will say the thing about uh, Judas and the Black Messiah that I think is a common criticism for it that I've noticed, even amongst friends, uh, are pal the like pod jacksy she's the one that I've, I've just like had interesting conversations with her about this and it's about like how well of a biopic this is which mm-hmm. here's what i have to say about this i do agree that i think it leaves a lot out as far as who fred hampton was i'm not mm-hmm. entirely caught up on the man's life or what he's done or like who he is like i have a lot of i just i i i don't know a lot about him as a figure so I can't yeah. speak on how much is and isn't in the movie. But I also think, like, yeah, maybe this isn't a great biopic on him, but that's not what the movie is. It's, I think, right. a retelling of this specific event with William O'Neill, who, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll get into this in a second, who, in my opinion, is, like, the protagonist of the film. Um, and I think as far as how it goes about depicting just this specific event and everything that surrounded it, I thought it did a really amazing and thorough job. Um yeah yeah and i agree with that i think 
you know, it, because it, it it is not a biopic, right? Uh, yeah, uh, I, but it's it's trying to capture the spirit of this event, which mm-hmm. you know, even if it's not obviously entirely accurate, which no film ever is if it's not yeah. a documentary, um, and even documentaries, of course, are yeah uh, at the mercy of your own you know cultural right. relativity. It's your own experiences influencing as a filmmaker, exactly. but uh, it does for me capture the spirit of at least the way history now remembers this event. Totally. Totally. Yeah. That's what I like is like, I don't know. I, I think personally, I don't, I don't know. I didn't know much about this event either. I'm so like out of touch with history as a whole. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just thought that this film does a great job at retelling it. And I think having a, not just like telling it in the way that the trial of the Chicago seven did where it's like, this is what happened. Now, like, think about it your own way. Because I think there's a way to do that while still having a stance at the same time. I yeah. think that's, like, do the right thing. It's, like, um, even though it has a very clear stance on what happens in the film. And this one, there's just a very clear voice behind the retelling of it, which is nice. I don't know if I made any sense just mm-hmm. now. but No, you did. Yeah, because okay. yeah, Travis <laughs> 7, which we are just... Uh, shitting on mercilessly. <laughs> we didn't even, even hate the I movie. Think it's, it's fine. It's a good it's movie. Fine. Yeah, I, it's <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's pretty good. I'll say it's like entertaining. It's it's well done. It's got my. Brumley. I just don't think as a, a it doesn't not make you feel very much. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Where this film, you can't not feel things. Just you know. Totally. Be, and again, because there's much more at stake in this film. Yeah. Absolutely. At least the way that I'm not saying necessarily the events there was, although I do believe that. I just mean the way the film itself is set up. Yeah. The stakes are much more apparent rather than this very convoluted trial. Yeah, totally. It um, is much more life and death. And that, you know, is throughout the film, it's sprinkled in the the stakes of, you know, these people's lives are constantly in danger while fighting against this, you know, overwhelming force. Mm-hmm. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I do want to talk about the acting and the performances briefly because I think that's what most people praise this mm-hmm. film for. Uh, I'll start by, and I don't know if you knew about this, but like kind of the big talk when nominations were announced was like there's a lot of confusion because uh, both Lakeith Stanfield and Daniel Kaluuya mm-hmm. were nominated, uh, rightfully so. They both give amazing performances, but they were both nominated for Best Supporting Actor, which... Made a lot of people go, right. who the hell, like, who the fuck is the lead then <laughs> if yeah. they're both supporting? Um, I just thought that was a uh, a weird little well, thing to bring up. Uh, who would, what, like, would you say that they're both leads? Yeah, but also if we were to pick one of them, I would say Lakeith Stanfield's the lead because I feel I like too. he's the guy where, you know, I don't know. It, the, the film's basically from his. It's more, yeah. It's more it from is, his perspective yeah. than it is Daniel exactly. Kaluuya's. Uh, so yeah, um, but he, yeah, that was weird. Uh, but Daniel Kaluuya did win Best Supporting Actor, and I also think he deserved that because I think both performances, everyone involved, not just those two, but Jesse Plemons as the officer. Was he an officer? And uh, uh, he was like a. He was yeah, like a. Like, I forget the FBI, term, agent. FBI agent. It, yeah, that's a better. And then uh, Dominique Fishback. Uh, all four were amazing. And shout out to DePaul alum Ashton Sanders, who's in this. Um, he has a relatively small role. But, yeah, a lot of amazing performances here. Um, just thought I should but bring that up. Ashton Sanders listed fifth, fifth. in the cast yep, on, 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 I, or on Letterboxd. Yep. So good for him. He's also listed fifth, I think, on uh, well, actually, he's sixth on Google. But we'll take it, DePaul. <laughs> go, go, Blue Demons. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, just love the the cast here all together. Um, and what else? I w- I will say, I think this is a directorial debut, or if not that, then like a sophomore film which I think is fantastic. I love the direction from Shaka King. It feels so like confident and put together and original. Like there's so much like uh 
I don't know. He makes it really interesting. It's not just like a standard biopic. Like there's a lot of like very cool creative choices as far as the cinematography and yeah, uh, just the way the film flows throughout that I really like. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a pretty good movie in my opinion. <laughs> it is. It, that's you know, it's yeah. one of those things where we can't make fun of it. No, we can't. We can't joke in, around in about any this way. one the way we did. Goal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's also a, a very relevant film, of course. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, um, you know, and obviously I think it's a lot easier to point to something from this time period. Or obviously it's a period piece, it's not from this time period. Mm-hmm. But uh, in terms of the, the overt um, racial discrimination mm-hmm. that is, you know, throughout this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's sometimes I, I want because I always wonder about the people who watch something like this and go, yeah, like obviously that's wrong, but then they have problematic views like today. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and they don't realize the like the weird, you know, juxtapositioning of, of their own view of of understanding something is is wrong from, you know, 50 years ago. Yeah. But then not realizing that they're like the type of person that would have been on the wrong side back then. Yeah. Just with exactly. you know, the the moral arc of, of mm-hmm. history kind of going a certain and they're like down here where it's like this event from back here, they were like, Yeah, obviously that's <laughs> wrong, but then it's like it's no difference. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So like now it would be like trans rights, I think, is, is mm-hmm. something that is on a similar, I think, acceptance level for a lot of people. Yeah. Um you know, like where African American rights were at fifty years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it is interesting to to where art kind of intersects with with you know acceptance and all of these pieces. Totally. I don't know if this is making a lot of sense. No, it is. Yeah. Um, that's why I think it's. I don't know. I like the fact that, and that's where I think um, this differentiates also from Trial of the Chicago Seven, uh, because that movie. I think this kind of movie can spark those kinds of discussions and mm-hmm. is something that should be examined today even like it's it's a very it makes itself out to be still very like relevant just in like different yeah. sectors of life and even in the same like you know racial discrimination is still uh not not yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, I think <laughs> that today it's there's a lot it's a lot less overt yeah totally right i think that that now society is kind of at the point where of course racial discrimination that is overt mm-hmm. it you know and obviously there's protests about police shootings and some mm-hmm. people are still on the wrong side of that and i think that's yeah pretty overt but mm-hmm. um you know there is at least more nuance to that discussion yeah now where it where back then obviously people would be like yeah i don't like them at all just yeah. for no reason right right uh I don't know. It's it's tough to to really wrap your head around. Yeah, a lot of things lot that of... are wrong with the world, Karsten. Yeah, I agree, Jeff. <laughs> I, because it's like you know, there's still so much. Uh, like there, even though there's more equality today mm-hmm. than 50 years ago. Yeah. Um. There's still a, a very significant gap in equity. Yeah. Totally. In, in that, you know, you can't expect giving people equal rights under law mm-hmm. you can't expect them to then have the same success if the past 200 years there was a massive gap in um, access to opportunity and education mm-hmm. throughout generations yeah because there, these things are all tied together where it's like here you all technically have the same rights mm-hmm. but then you know you have some people who start off with all these extra benefits and you can't expect everyone that's that's not an equal playing field yeah totally um i think it just boils down to like i think now there's a lot of for as much awareness as there is i feel like there's still like a a lot of misunderstandings as far as like how people treat these kinds of subjects and and parts of life and that's why i think a movie like this is so great and important Mm -hmm. because i think it does a great job at I guess explaining or giving context to a lot of the way uh, society has messed up in that regard. Um, yeah. But 
I don't know. Definitely. Um, I'm I know, about to shit on Trial I think of that Chicago 7 again, but... Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, think that I didn't want to make this like an entire thing not about the film, because I think this <laughs> discussion is wrapped up in the film. Mm-hmm. Totally. I think, you know, because that's obviously a lot of what Fred Hampton was talking about. Mm-hmm. It yeah. Is, you know, so I, I... And I think that this film, luckily it's a great film. Yeah. Because it's... And it's, there shouldn't have to be this extra bar of a film that has important subject matter having to be good for the subject matter to like feel relevant. Right. But I'm sure there is just because then more people are going to have a positive yeah. interpretation in their mind just because they're like, that film was great. Maybe they made some good points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean, I think these discussions are important. Yeah. And, and you know, having films like this coming out, keep them on the, the front of people's mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we can, I guess, wrap it back into another couple other parts no. <laughs> of the actual film itself. I mean, that's about as... That's that's pretty satisfactory, in my opinion, as far as, like... I don't know. I It's hard to talk about other parts of the film and, like, what they're doing, necessarily, because it's all very sharp and fine-tuned. Like, everything is working really well the score cinematography like all the basic stuff it's just all it's all there everyone yeah. delivered oh, okay. this the score though dude mm-hmm. like the the like blaring horns yeah <laughs> Those are, yeah um they worked though i didn't want to make that sound like i didn't like no yeah that. it's just like a it, very it was just like it, unexpected interesting like, part this of kind of does work somehow. yeah yeah um but yeah personally I think that's all I have to say about the movie for now. Yeah. Uh, we are running short today, uh, but right. I yeah. still, I just, I, I love it. I think it's like one of my favorite uh, best picture nominees of this year. It's right up there with, I think sound of metal, to be yeah. honest. I like those two yeah, films it's great. a lot. Yeah. Uh, I still need to see Minari, um, but this is yeah. definitely like one of my top three. Films yeah. There's just very few things to Academy find. Academy award year. Right. Yeah. Cause there's like, I don't know. Never mind. I just think it's like flawless. Not flawless, yeah. but I, I think it has some and, moments where it drags down. But for the most part, it's so enjoyable to watch. And enjoyable yeah. is not and, the right word, but entertaining, yeah. Yeah. And I think that is one of the highest compliments you can give a, a film that is a political, inherently political film, mm-hmm. is that it elevates the discussion of those politics, you know, because it's a historical event, but every, I mean, everything's tied to politics. And right. obviously this more straightforwardly than a lot. Totally, yeah. Um, um, but it, it just, I guess, re- reminds you of the wor- the way the world works. Yep, yeah. Cool. Sometimes we get caught in like we, our bubbles of yep. forgetting struggles of other people. Right. Um, so, yeah. That is, uh, what, what are you feeling for a score on this one? Uh, you know what? I'm going to have to watch it again for sure. But right now, I'm very <laughs> confident four and a half. Cool. That is exactly where five. I was. Here's yeah, the I thing. Think, yeah. I was just going to yeah. say, like, I know the way you you were going to watch this movie and then record the podcast. And I was like, I feel like this is one of those movies where you definitely have to <laughs> sit on it before having a full fleshed out thing. But, I mean, you kind of you nailed it pretty much. Um, yeah i mean for me it definitely just brought up like a lot of other feelings that were associated with the source material Mm -hmm. Um, totally but it's just that means that the film was you know it's effective clearly working yeah definitely all right well this uh you can you can't stream it on hbo max anymore but you you, you can rent it Yeah, twenty dollars, which I definitely paid. Which Jeff supported the film with. Yeah. Um, now I want to say that I <laughs> do have an HBO Max subscription. Right. So I theoretically did pay support. to watch it. Yeah. In a way. In a way, you supported this. You supported Godzilla versus Kong. I mean, it all went towards the same. You know. I actually haven't seen Godzilla versus Kong. Yet. Yeah. I mean, it's not on there anymore, is it? It might be. We could always watch. Mm. I watched it, so we could always talk about that that movie don't um, don't tell me who won <laughs> i won't <laughs> i won't you're never gonna believe who won um 
cool. It's actually Donkey Kong. It's like Donkey Kong. Yeah, he came in last minute. It was Funky Kong. Yeah, um, dude. Oh my god, there's so, probably so many bad photoshops of Godzilla of... versus Donkey Kong, isn't there? <laughs> I I never realized that because yeah, the movie's just called Godzilla versus Kong, so you could easily misinterpret yeah. that as Donkey Kong, not the King Kong. Yeah. It, it's Bowser versus Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> Um, can we talk about the fact that like a Super Smash Brothers? Yeah, the new head of Nintendo or whatever, the spokesperson. I don't know the title, but his name is Doug Bowser. Um, (laughs) I know, (laughs) which is so funny. (laughs) Like, and you know, like that's not why they got the job. No, that was part of the discussion. Like, someone's like, also just to put him over the top. His last name. His last name is Bowser. I mean. Honestly, that'd be funny if they didn't give him the job because of that. They're like, well, he's the yeah. villain. He's literally <laughs> family with the guy that we don't want. Um, what if his name was Mario Bowser? Mario. <laughs> but like, well, it kind of like balances out. So I guess just, that's just a neutral. Everyone's got headaches in the office. They're like, I don't know what to do. They're like, we should write out a pros and cons. Like, they, yeah. And they're like, well, we, we, I guess we'll have to give it to Luigi. <laughs> Luigi Bowser Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool well uh we'll get into some questions we do only have yep. uh, 15 this, minutes we, we only have 15 minutes and that's not a bad thing because that's, subreddit, i knew i realized not what you were gonna say no <laughs> you were gonna say we don't have very many questions subreddit has been lacking recently so we don't have a lot of sub probably because uh, we abandoned it slightly we did it well in a way that's because of the subreddit uh because <laughs> It's not our fault. You know what? Not our I fault. will take a journey this week back it's into like the subreddit. It's like three users' faults. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And we won't name names. And we won't name names. Um, but this first one comes from Nick under underscore name. And it is, do you collect anything like vinyls, DVDs, etc.? And what's your best impression of someone? So in a way, we do have three questions this week because this one is a two-part. There's two questions in one yeah. question. So do you collect uh, things, Jeff? So, when it said like DVDs, yeah, I mean technically I collected DVDs and Blu-rays because this was before mostly it's, DVDs. I had them from before, yeah, because that's how you owned things. Right, there was no streaming when I started this, yeah, <laughs> uh, it wasn't a choice. And even then, like for the first few years of streaming, it was like the quality was standard def, so it was better to have DVDs. And, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So technically, I also collected Pokemon cards, which I still have a bunch of. Yeah. Uh, I also collected Yu-Gi-Oh cards when I was younger. Uh, yeah. Beanie Babies, because I... Whoa. Yeah, I have ta- dude, I have so many Beanie Babies, you don't even know. <laughs> I, I Like, they were all in storage somewhere. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I, you, you know when I was, like, a kid, right? It was mm-hmm. the late 90s. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. Well, I sort of i'm not a big collector guy to be honest i i go through brief phases i have like a very weak dvd blu-ray collection it's just it can fit one shelf i'm just not that into collecting them but i wish i was mm-hmm. it's just like a lot of it's a money thing i don't usually oh, put my money towards annoying that annoying when you move it's annoying, annoying when, you, when move. you move yeah i'm like i want to wait till i'm like settled somewhere to be that guy with like the, the yes. big bookshelf but i'm like Lo- okay. right now i'm you, not there you remember um friend of the podcast kevin yeah yeah Remember he's his got, background was just he like he had yeah. a collection yeah um uh, I, yeah because i've been you know to his home which he does own a home so that's so that makes part sense. of what helps him yeah. have that but yeah it's like insane how many, i've never seen someone own that many movies he's like yeah. a, his own dvd store jesus christ yeah well i i also have a decent vinyl collection but it's not that good i haven't bought a vinyl in a while um yeah it's actually just 35 copies of the the moonlight soundtrack <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is four of my vinyls are up there but yeah um anyways no one asked for that uh <laughs> just had to show them off whenever i can um and yeah. jeff do you i was i mostly asked this one because i wanted to know your answer do you have impressions of anybody i feel like i've asked you this before and i always I get a different answer do not because okay. we've done accents before, yeah. and I can't do those. You can do a British uh, accent. I did a, <laughs> no, I did a Scouse accent, which is oh, like yeah. from Liverpool. <laughs> uh, so it's British, but it's like very specific. Cause, yeah. you know, and that's the misconception a lot of people have is that right. there are so many different British accents. 
and they're all very different. Yeah. Um, but I could do one specific one and not that well because someone after I did it was like, that was terrible. <laughs> like on like the Reddit or something. Um, so I don't want to do any impressions because people are just going to yell at me and also I'm bad at them. Yeah, that makes sense. How about you? Um, well, you know me. I, I dabble in impressions, none of which are that you're good. good. <laughs> no, you're pretty good. Oh, first of all, your Nahal impression is amazing. The, the Nahal impression is very the physical. physical part. Yeah. It's yeah. like, dude. Um, but, yeah, I, I do this one YouTuber who I don't think you know, so I don't know why I'm sharing this. But I've done it in two videos now, but I there, there's this YouTuber named Big Joel, and I do his voice really well, where he's like, hey, everybody. Uh, and he's like, so today we're talking about Dr. Phil, right? And that's how he talks. But that's the only impression that I'm confident enough to share. I do... <laughs> <laughs> I do a pretty decent Jay-Z, but I'm not sharing it. I'm not doing that one. Um, mm-hmm. It's not also not a good impression. Um, but, yeah. I'm trying to think well, of others. At some point, we'll have to coax that one out we'll of have you. To, yeah. Jaxie's seen it. Jaxie thinks it's one of Jaxie's favorite impressions of mine. <laughs> the people who have seen it love it. But it takes a lot yeah. to get it out of You're, me. Okay, you are actually genuinely pretty good at impressions overall. I'm really good at uh, doing impressions of my friends, but every anytime someone's like, "Do you do impressions?" I'm like, "I don't know how to answer this because I can, can only do, do very one specific of people." I can't do Jaxie. No, I can't do. Can you do Cookie? I can't do Cookie either. No, when I say friends, I don't actually. <laughs> now that I think about it, I can't really do my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do you. I've tried you in the past, uh, and I can't. It's just like. Yeah. No, I'm not even going to attempt it. I'm not going to attempt this. <laughs> but, yeah. I want to get better at impressions. I do a pretty good Tom Davies, Geo Wizard. How's it going, oh, everyone? Oh, yeah, Tom Davies. Yeah. Uh, gets in. No. All right. Um, right. We're, we're just going to move on. Uh, This next one <laughs> is... uh, Where did it go? Where did it go? Um, Oh, God. I, I, I lost it. Um, never mind. Oh, what's your most used uh, social media app? Asked by my underscore lean. Uh, I would say Twitter because I use that like as a news source. Yeah. Yeah. Where Facebook I use literally on average, probably one to two minutes a day. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's mainly just to see if I notice it's anyone's birthday. (laughs) uh it's a good, yeah i have not birthday. posted on facebook in years yeah i mean I, honestly barely i've posted like once or t- maybe twice in the last like year and a half on yeah. instagram but i scroll instagram i do use that to see mm-hmm. other people's stuff every day like yeah. you know reasonably frequently yeah uh but twitter is the only one i would say i spend probably you know i probably spend over an Decent. hour on twitter a day because i read you know stuff and yeah yeah twitter the same for me unfortunately i'm trying to use twitter yeah. a bit less i can't it can't be good for your brain to use it that yeah often. but again you you are building like an audience well that's what sucks you know, yeah for you yeah for you it helps and for me like i'm <laughs> doing that on like a much smaller scale yeah but the problem is i'm really bad at it because i never tweet right <laughs> i tweet like like four times a month yeah but they're always they're always bangers it takes a lot of time for you to bust out those those yeah, I should, I should tweet something today. What should I tweet? Tweet, uh, what, what did we say earlier? Say, say your hair is growing on you. Nah, that's not my, that's not my vibe on Twitter, though. That you isn't know? your that's vibe like a, on that's Twitter. That's like a Karsten shit that is a, You should post that. My shit posts never do well, is the thing. They, they're always gone by the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but, um, yeah, Twitter is probably my most used one. Instagram I do use pretty often. I like I've deleted Twitter multiple times off my phone yeah. just to like give myself cuz you need to take like breaks, especially when I'm just like yeah. doom scrolling for a while. But Instagram I don't think I've ever deleted briefly. I've always like kind of I've never found I know a lot of people have the argument that Instagram is a very bad app and is just about like people showing off their best sides and like you setting up those false yeah. expectations but i'm like if you oh, go absolutely. into it knowing that because i don't yeah, go in assuming manage. yeah i'm like 
I'm not I'm like this is not everyone's everyday life. Right. I'm not comparing myself to people I see on Instagram. That's not the way I use it. And also I no. use mine mostly for like photography and film accounts and like Yeah. But the other thing is that you have one of the most supportive Instagrams ever <laughs> where you get like insane like half of the people who follow you like your posts. <laughs> So for you, it's Instagram's amazing. Like, imagine if that was it yeah. for everyone. Like, you just post a photo of like it's like you in like a forest or something. Right. Everyone, it's like five thousand likes. Yeah. Like, I could see how you could be addicted to that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fun for sure. I I just <laughs> I honestly like my my I have this side account that I have in my bio, and it's called Cursed Images, and it's just like iPhone photography, and that's what like. Do I follow that? I don't know if you do, but um. That is the that is like what I use Instagram for. Like that's the kind of usage I like. Like my main account with my name and everything is like the brand account, and that one I is do like not follow that account. You should follow it. It's pretty. It's pretty yeah, fun. Like, obviously, now it's that I know it exists, I'm gonna follow it. I wasn't gonna say I don't follow that I don't account, wanna, and I still won't. I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> I but, don't follow that account by choice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. That is like my little, and I I can't I don't know why I'm saying it on the podcast now, but that's like my little nook on the internet where I feel like it's not run by like fan engagement and stuff. It's like I don't really worry about what I post on there, and it's it's a nice account. I really See, that's like a it. Special special little little tidbit corner for the podcast listeners. Yeah. So which and those are the people I think know you better than the people right. who are just only video fans because exactly they hear us talk about normal things. It's not just like you're. A script that you're reading right I mean, of course that you wrote i made it sound like it's yeah like yeah. script someone gives you and you're just and i'm just like a newscaster yeah <laughs> like it's still a, it's still a piece of you but the podcast is like a, a more full carson run right experience right yeah <laughs> all right i know um, uh you have a hard out hard out five minutes. in five minutes so we'll wrap things up so pretty we should, fast yeah we'll wrap it up i think i have time but yeah uh next movie um, did we decide on what the next movie was going to be? I thought we had a pretty good idea. Did. And then we There was we backed out of it. Th- there was I have like kind of a a fun one that I have that I've talked to you about before that's like backup. So okay. if we, we want to do like a fun one. Yeah. What the is Mighty it? Ducks? We could... <laughs> I know we just did a like a sports one, but the Mighty Ducks is like we might as well. It's not really about the sport as much. It's yeah. more just like a really fun 90s kids movie. I'm down to do The Mighty Ducks. Let's do The Mighty Ducks. Let's um, do The Mighty Ducks. Because there's a new series that just came out. Yeah. I'll have to also watch at some point. Not for the pod necessarily. but Right. Perfect. Well, Mighty next Ducks. week we're talking about The Mighty Ducks. Uh, I don't know where that is streaming, but I'm assuming you can stream it somewhere. And Mighty Ducks, yeah. I feel like, has a very Probably passionate... HBO Max. That feels like an HBO Max type situation. It's actually on Disney Plus. Disney Plus or Oh, Hulu. that makes more sense. I so, think they own that, don't they? Yeah. Uh, so check that out. I was wrong. It's not um, on HBO Max. I don't know why I just threw out something that was wrong. I'm like, it's probably there. <laughs> HBO Max has a lot of random movies, so... They do. It, it makes sense. Um, cool. Last, or not lastly, but next we'd like to read a review to encourage you guys to leave reviews. We love hearing what you guys have to say about the podcast. Um, and this one comes from uh, Alice Stockley from the U.S. Five stars. Uh, subject line, yay, Karsten and Jeff. And um, the the review reads, this podcast is such a love letter to film and friendship. Jeff and Karate are so laid back and cool and light up each Monday. I drew up some art for them and they both responded. I also really appreciate that they have female guests on. I listen to a lot of movie podcasts, and you guys are the only ones who have had women guests. I think that's really great and important. Love the pod. Alice Pease, bring back Cookie. Uh, thank you, Alice. Appreciate it. Thank you, Alice. That um, was a very That was a nice uh, review. review. Yeah. We'll definitely have Cookie back on as well. Um, but, yeah. Uh, we should also get uh, Letterboxd Lucy back on, on that note. Yeah. It's been... It's due for another Lucy episode. <laughs> part three. Um, part three, yeah. Reoccurring guest. Uh, cool. Well, that does it. Uh, well, no. Patreon. Uh, lastly, obviously, we'd like to thank the patrons over at patreon.com slash karstcast. Um, if you're looking for a great way to support Jeff and I, if you guys are consistent listeners and are just looking for a, for a way to you know chip in, uh, this is the place to do so at the patreon.com slash carscast. 
You get exclusive access to bonus episodes. We just put out our second episode of April in May. Yeah, and ignore the fact. <laughs> ignore that. that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you get uh, two bonus episodes per month. Uh, exclusive and you Zoom also can listen to all the past ones for, if you want yeah. to for some reason. There's right? just like so much content on the Patreon that you guys can unlock and lots of other so cool much benefits. GeoGuessr rounds. Yeah, and if we ever have cool guests on, that's your place to ask them questions for the those episodes, um, which has been a cool perk that we've just recently kind of implemented. Um, but all of that said, uh, you also get shoutouts at the end of every episode, and that's what I'm going to do right now. So thank you, Addison Ware, AJ Ford, Ben Chow, Blake Root, Boat Boy, Brandon Yu, uh, Camilla, David, David Sir, Eden, Grant, Gao, Harry, Remedianakis, I Don't Live in Ohio, Iva, Jaden Easton, Jacob Colmes, Jane V, John Van Hout, Jordan Hill, Judy S, Justin Dickinson, Katie T, Kaylee Patney, Liv Rob, Molly Overbow, Martin Def, Mary Lee Borslow, Micah Simmons, Monroe Page, Nora B, Parks, Riley Ost, Robert Burke, Skylar Ermel, Sophia Arieta, Stella Perry, SuperCaliFragilisticXBalidocious, Smitty Warbin, Jagerman, Jensen, 10 billion, the MLB Rap 2, Full Sequence, Mary Lee could marry me only if she wants, to, though, consent is key. Uh, the Monopoly Man, Tom Likes Beans, Vegard Strom, Vera S, Wes Kinley, What's in the Box? It's Carscast merch. Xavier Fossier and uh, Yusef A. Um, uh, thank you, patrons. You, thank you. You are better at me than me at reading all those. I did it like last week, and it's difficult. You know, you it's, make it look easy. It's hey, I, I've been practicing for over a year now, so it's a it's an acquired skill. Um, reading all those names. <laughs> But thank you, lads. We appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff Heads. Uh, that's our official thank fan you, Jeff base Heads. name. Um, Jeff, do you have anything else yeah. to say? Well, you know what? Here's the thing. <laughs> we tried to time this out to end exactly at uh, like a certain time. And yeah. this minute, it just turned that minute right now. So we, as long as we finish we in the next 40 it. seconds, we're good. Yep. So I will say, Karsten Runquist, my good friend catch you on the flip side real quick i have a shirt on that says mama needs wine i was gonna bring that up earlier but <laughs> catch you on the flip side <laughs> flip side